Johnson is three-point territory, but guarded tightly. Johnson cuts left, now fires a three, and it's good! And he's fouled! A four-point play by Larry Johnson! Welcome to the four-point play podcast, NBA Finals Edition. Here, Alberto from Italy, from Europe, on the other side of the world, Sami, it's 10 p.m. over there. How are you, man? I'm... Great. I don't know how I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. The game, game one of the finals is on tomorrow and I'm, I'm super excited. I haven't been that excited for since, uh, yeah, a while. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Do you usually get more excited for the NBA final, like game one, or for the start of the actual NBA season? Ah, that's a tough question. Because for me, I Christmas think... Day is the start of the NBA season. <laughs> I would say, hold on, did you say the start of the NBA season? Yes, so usually ah. the end of October or 20th of no, October. No, def- definitely more excited about the finals. Having said that, I think the moment I'm usually most excited about is start of the playoffs. So if I had to rank mm-hmm. these, I would say start of the playoffs first, second is start of the finals, and third is start of the season. <laughs> okay, okay. We're a bit different. I, I like low-quality basketball as well. <laughs> But man, let's get straight into it. There's so much to talk about, but um, let's give five minutes to Boston and the Denver Nuggets. A few words. First of all, before we start, are you up to date? Do you know who is in the finals? Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Hey, having a girlfriend here (laughs) made me delay a couple of games by a couple of days. Um, (laughs) But yes, I do know that the finals start tonight. Um, I think at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And obviously, after the presidential debate, we are not going to say anything about <laughs> that either. But um, yes, please just define, you know, five minutes. Let's talk about the, the great Denver Nuggets. And let's talk about the Boston Celtics. And my two questions are, can the Boston Celtics actually get to the NBA Finals with this roster? And for Denver, what's going to take Denver to go to the NBA Finals? And mm. extra question... Do you think that Denver is the kind of team where they just get to the Western Conference Finals because it's a crazy year, or can they do it again? So let's start with the Nuggets because I'm 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 really high on them. I, I think they yeah put put your hat on for for the Nuggets. Um, they had an incredible campaign, an incredible year. I think they clearly made a leap this year. Uh, they're definitely going to be in the I guess contenders discussion next year. Um, I don't foresee them making any major changes to their to their roster, but they're they're just going to get stronger. They they still young. Uh, they're still growing. They're learning. To me, look, it's it's a very different team, but um, I would put them in the same conversation as a team like the Rockets, for instance, who always has kind of an outside shot to make it to the finals if things break their way uh, mm. in the right year, and they almost did this year. I think the battle with LA was much closer than um, what it looks like yeah. on paper. And I think that if they hadn't had to come back from two, three, one deficits in the two previous seasons, uh, series, sorry, they could have possibly been like much stronger in the, in the conference finals against the Lakers. So in a normal year or in a somewhat normal year uh, with a team, which is more experienced, more mature, uh, they might get past, you know, the first round with a relatively easy win, whether it's a 4-1 or 4-2, whatever. 
possibly get through the the semis depending on who they face and then get ready for that conference finals and possibly have a strong you know a strong show up and again if things break their way they could make it to the conference to the to the nba finals so i'm really high on denver for for next year right, for so question the question sorry to interrupt you <laughs> you resign Paul Misap because I just realized that Paul Misap was on a 30 million. Yeah, no, they get oh rid God. of him. They, they start ball ball next year. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, Milsap, Milsap is gone. I mean, they might keep him, but certainly not on the same salary. Jeremy Grant has to be paid this year, I think, as well. He's, I think he's, um, I'm not sure if he's free agent or, or if he has a, he a, a player option, but uh, yeah, they, they'll have to pay him. Uh, if I was them, I would keep him. Uh, I would try find a way to 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 keep him. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. should be able to take another leap. And who knows? Man, maybe we have Will Barton question. back. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. We forgot about him. Jeremy Grant is unrestricted, um, as Paul Millsap. I don't like Michael Porter Jr., but I think he blocked LeBron and then immediately Michael Malone in game five and then he immediately took him out of the floor took him off the floor maybe one of the few things that I disagreed with Mike Malone in journey for the night I don't know if it would have swing the, the the series um I can't remember the specific play that you're you're talking about um I think you know Mike Malone had his rotations for the most part they worked for you know the rest of the playoffs and they worked extremely well and the Lakers were a different team and, and the Nuggets were unable to close because they ran out of gas a little bit and Jamal yeah. Murray was a bit injured. I don't think this year, I don't think Michael Porter would have been a difference maker. Having said that, I think next year he can definitely be, I mean, we mm-hmm. saw the guy improve during the playoffs around his like his his defensive abilities like if you remember how he was playing against Utah yeah everyone was like well you can't keep him on the floor he might be good on offense but he's crap on defense and by the time he got to the conference finals and even against the Clippers he was already much better which is phenomenal like to to see that type of improvement on defense which is quite hard from a rookie um in the playoffs so yeah I mean he has the potential to be a really strong like a the, the third superstar that um that the nuggets were were looking for and uh, I mean, jeremy grant is was amazing as well strong strong shows in the in uh, against the clippers and against the lakers so i'm really uh, if they can keep their core um i'm really excited for them paul Millsap, okay. no nah, i'm not no longer interested i think he was there for the mentor he probably got them to where they were and allowed them to come back in both series um, certainly against the Clippers, but uh, mm-hmm. he's done his job. It's time for him to go. He will get his chip somewhere else if he ever gets his chip. All Maybe right. he should what start playing Boston? with LeBron. Yeah. What about Boston? <laughs> um, and Boston, damn man, it's uh, like they were right there for all the games against Miami. I, I, I've been saying from the beginning that I think Miami was built for this, uh, for this environment. And I think possibly that's what got them right. through uh, certainly through Boston even if they won 4-1 four, four I was going to say 4-2 but even if they won 4-2 four, uh, four, actually sorry um, they the, the the games were quite close so to me Boston is right there again like it's just I, and I think in a non-bubble context they probably I, I think they, they would have had a stronger chance to win because uh, yeah they wouldn't have lost that many games at the Garden 
Um, what's going to, I mean, the biggest surprise for me was seeing Brad Stevens being outplayed and outcoached by Spolstra and having the zone defense, like having such an impact against them for so many games. Uh, I'm like, all of you guys are like really smart and you have a really good coach. You should struggle against a zone maybe for one game, not three. That was a bit surprising. Uh, I mean, I don't right. know. What are they doing with Gordon Hayward is the question. They have to reason. I mean, they have to. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, is it like, was it unfortunate for him, but a, a failed experiment? Would they be better off trading him somewhere else for him to possibly have a chance to kind of give well, another crack really at his career? Because of the injury, you can't really tell what would have happened without the injury or not. But yeah, yeah. You know what? I think we're also taking way too much time for the losers of the conference finals. <laughs> And let me start the NBA finals with this quote. When you get LeBron James, coaches will get fired. Draft picks slash young players will get traded to get him his help. But he will take you to the finals, barring any injuries. He will not lose in the conference finals. He will not have a blip in the second round. That's the payout. Just give me a couple I, of words on LeBron James. That's Zach Lowe, obviously, from the Lowe podcast. And if I spoiler that for you, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, I've listened to that. Uh, I listened to that earlier today. But man, that's true. You know, you get, especially now that we're talking about that player whose name is Pandemic P or whatever, Paul George. <laughs> we're talking about Kawhi Leonard, who, you know, obviously when you lose, it's easy to your weaknesses. So he wasn't the leader. In Toronto, the leader was actually Kyle Lowry. In San Antonio, was actually Tim Duncan and, and the trio and Pops. Yeah, like LeBron, dude, as much as I'm not a 100% lover of LeBron, and I why, but LeBron is insane. Like he won that last quarter was, get out of my way. I'm going to take you guys to the finals. I'm sick of it. I don't want to be in six. <laughs> yeah, look. Uh, 35, almost 36. That, that, that's, what, that's what you get with LeBron, at least for another year. At some time, at some time, he's going to fade away, but not, not right now. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't we've know. Never, we've never seen a body like that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, he will. Sorry, he we will have seen fade a body away. like that, but not performing like this. Maybe next year, maybe at 40, maybe at 50, but at some stage, oh, I'm yeah. telling you, yeah, he, he will, will fade away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, it's, it's, that's the price you pay with LeBron. And that's why every franchise should try and get him. Uh, if or even when they ever had the chance so uh, kudos for the lakers to to manage to do that and to sit through the hard times and um that's what you get with lebron you you get a trip to the finals or at least a very 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 strong chance to to do it um and he's gonna get you the right guys around around him that's that's what he does the clippers just to come back on the on on kawaii being a leader and and paul george and all that um I don't know what happened in the bubble, but I think some of their players just didn't want to be there. And yeah, I don't know. The, the, the whole team dynamic was not there, despite the talent that they have. So, um, you know, uh, again, if, you, if I'm Steve Ballmer, uh, it's a pretty strong hand that they have to play, uh, that they had to play, and they have a really strong roster. So you just try it again next year and hope that it works better. There's nothing fundamentally wrong with them they are a strong team there's no need to break it up there's no need to try it and improve um the coach i think was you know a lot of people have said 
usually when you have a new owner, it doesn't take long for a new coach to come in place. And, and uh, Doc Rivers was given probably a bit more time than most normal coaches. So, yeah, maybe man, that's, you're, you're that's the change. You're still in my you job. Go. You're just going to the Clippers. I don't care about the Clippers. I'm asking you about LeBron. <laughs> All right. Are you seeing LeBron going to the Clippers next year? <laughs> no, I'm not seeing no. LeBron going to the Clippers next year. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's, you know, going back to these NBA finals, my question to, do, to you is, what's the most interesting matchup? Damn. Um, um, th- there's, so who, I, I guess to me, it's about who is guarding the two Lakers superstar. Who is guarding LeBron and Davis? How are they okay. managing this from LeBron. Who's, who's guarding LeBron? I don't know. Your best option, your, from my perspective, your best option if you're Miami is Bam. But if you put Bam wow. on LeBron, if you put Bam on LeBron... And who's going to get AD? Then who's going to get AD? So the, the way that they approached it with... Um, with Yanis, uh, for instance, was to say, we're going to build a wall. But most of the time when it's one-on-one, it's going to be either Jake Rodder or if, if there's a switch with Bam, we're very happy with Bam guarding Yanis. And I think they're going to try and take the same approach with LeBron. But mm-hmm. you can't... Le- LeBron doesn't have the same game as Yanis. And as, as good and as great as Yanis is, he still has his limitations. LeBron is an incredible passer. Like... Building a wall against him is just going to make wide open shooters, and he's going to find like the right play, the right players at the right time, and it's not stopping Anthony Davis. So that to me is the biggest challenge because the normal thing I think will be to put Bam on Davis, um, but then who do you have guarding LeBron? You're going to have Jake Crowder. You may have Jimmy Butler, but both of these guys are going to be overpowered. What about playing zone? You know, LeBron is a good passer, but yeah, yeah. my my point is, I've seen in the conference finals, Rondo making more than a couple of crucial threes. You know, when you're like yeah. up 10 and then the team comes back and they're like yep. down to four points or five points. And then Rondo made a three. Caldwell Pope made a few threes. Very important. Even yeah, Kuzma, you know, he's been. <laughs> but even Kuzma. My question is, Rondo has never been a very um, constant no, he hasn't been constantly hitting his threes. Caldwell Pope, first time in the NBA final. Is he gonna? How is he gonna perform? So I think that's where Eric Spolstra is going to. I think he's gonna play quite a bit of zone. Also, because yeah, LeBron, I, I honestly, s- he hasn't been shooting too well, like from threes. I, I see the zone being destroyed quite quickly because the way Miami played the zone so far was to also hide their two shooting guards on the low post. So uh, Hero, Robinson, uh, Dragic were not necessarily playing at the top. So the way they played the zone was to have like three guys at the top, including Bam and including Jay Carter. So like quite a, like a, quite a heavy top lineup to, to protect, I guess, the, the drive to, to the paint. But I guess and if, if I expand a little bit on the matchups is if you have another big for the Lakers, if you have a guy like Dwight Howard who can uh, roll to the basket or go for an loop, or just if you have Dwight Howard in the paint against Duncan Robinson, zone or no zone, like it's, it's two points every time or uh, a trip to the free throw line. So I, I don't see the zone working as well against the Lakers as it worked against uh, the other teams. I might be wrong. Um, but I think they will, they will think... try it. I don't think it will work. And Rondo, 
yeah, maybe he's not a great shooter. But again, him and LeBron are two very good, like incredibly high IQ basketball players who can destroy any defenses they have in front of them. They have seen a zone. They know how to attack a zone. They know how to find its weak points and like, you know, destroy it from the inside. So yeah, I I don't see the zone being a a good strategy on the long term for, for the heat. It might work for half, half time, half time. Yeah. Two quarters. Just give me, just give me two names, one for each side. That could be unexpected, important players. Yeah. Um, well, definitely, I think the big man in, in the Lakers. So we've seen what Dwight did against, against uh, the Nuggets, and he was clearly a, one of the X factors. Um, I, I still I, I see him being a determining player in this series as well because either he, he, can, he can break the small ball Miami, if you like, uh, and force them into tough decisions if we're going to hide one of our weak defenders on Dwight Howard we may pay the price uh by him playing bully ball I I know he's not going to be a ball hog but LeBron is going to find him uh, or he's going to find his man on pick and rolls and uh, uh, you know going to get either him easy drives to the basket or easy um, alley-oops the same way that that Rondo has done it so to me that's that's a that that's that's could be a determining player for Miami. If I stick to that same matchup, one of the guys that we haven't really seen too much is Kelly O'Neillik, who would be able to spread the floor uh, f- and, and like get get Howard out of the paint, for instance, on on defense or or, or Anthony Davis, depending on who's on him. I know okay, it's not the guy that I want to. Your favorite pick podcaster off. said, "If you're gonna play Kelly Olynyk, you yeah. have to make sure LeBron is not on the court." LeBron attacks Kelly every single time when they play together in the pick and roll. The film on that should not be viewed by Olenek's family unless there's a lot of alcohol around. And obviously, <laughs> that's part two of Zaklo. <laughs> I haven't read or, or, or seen I, that, but uh, that, that's interesting. I want to see a bit of... Um, I want to see a better Duncan Robinson, first of all. But yeah. I will, if I have to see an unexpected hero, I'm going to go... Um, with three names, sorry. Duncan Robinson, Andre Iguodala, who, who's going to spend a lot of time guarding LeBron, in my point of view. <laughs> do you think I, he can still do that? I don't know, but they're going to try. I don't think he can. At first, the first, I think the first game or so, they're going to go with as, much, as many bats as they can, as in zone and Iguodala on LeBron. But then the third name and that I'd like to see is Derek Jones. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, possibly. I, I, uh, I guess one of the other guys we haven't really seen so far and that everyone is still hoping on the Lakers side is Danny Green. I, I don't know if you've seen Danny Green somewhere. Can he, you know, good defense. That's fine. The, the defense is okay. But on offense, I think he's shooting less than 30% on threes for someone who is meant to be yeah. uh, like a key three-point shooter. That's, that's pretty low. And I'm not sure why. Um, I, I don't know. I, there, there may be a bit of fandom talking here, but I, I feel the Lakers can say, like, it, it, this is the final step. They're, they're not letting this one go away. And I think all the players will be locked in for, for that finals matchup. Um, they all have more experience than, than the Heat. Uh, on the Heat, you have Udonis Haslam, who's not playing, but yeah, great mentor, and Spolstra. And a, 
a key point as well, which is that they know how LeBron likes to play. They've been, well, he's been coaching him for um, four years. So he you knows. That interesting name because Spurs, Spurs, like you said, he destroyed um, Red Stevens. So what about Spurs versus Fogel? Because I think they're 3-0 I, right in the playoffs, Miami-Indiana. Say, say again. You know, Spurstra is, is three up 3-0. Three He's leading 3-0 in, you know, when he, when he met Fogel in the ah, when he was playoffs coaching before Indiana. with Indiana. Different teams. I, I, I mean, I, I don't see this, this matchup being so much a battle of the coaches like uh, or, or the tacticians. I think it's going to be more the, the strength of the roster on each side. Is, is, my, is my roster and my rotation stronger than yours? I, I don't really see this as a technical matchup. I don't see the zone or, or any particular uh, player from, from Miami, for instance, you know, being able to consistently stop LeBron and or Anthony Davis and or other players. And, and same on, on the Lakers side. I don't see really anyone who or any type of play who, which might, you know, make Bam irrelevant or like completely take him out of his game. So I don't really see the, yes, the coaches are important, but I don't really see this as being a battle in these finals, if that makes sense. Okay. Do you think the Lakers are going to keep it? Because right now, two, four, six, the Lakers have been playing nine players more than 10 minutes, including Rajon Rondo, Markeith Morris, and Kyle Kuzma, up to 20. And then they have Alex Caruso and the starting, the starting lineup. Do you think they're going to keep it to nine players or they're going to go down to seven slash eight for the final? What's, uh, what's Miami rotation? It's probably as, as deep. Uh, good question. Um, Coming off the bench, you have Hero, you have Iguodala, you have uh, Derrick Jones every now and then. Uh, two, four, no, they actually have seven because they have, obviously, the starting lineup plus Hero and Iguodala. That's it. Yeah, I was going to say that these are the main ones. Uh, we've seen the <laughs> Solomon Hill because, hey, oh, we need five minutes from a guy. <laughs> yeah. um, so a short of rotation. I, I, I see the Lakers continuing to go deep, but maybe as the series progress, they may just say, well, we, we might reduce it. Uh, like, it, it's hard to... S- <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, may, maybe Good Morris. Maybe, maybe, maybe Markif Morris kind of... Yeah, doesn't play that much. But at the same time, he's good. Like he, he's been one of their most consistent three-point shooters. So you might, you might actually want to play him. Um, and he's a good defender. Um, so, yeah. And they're not really going to take Kuzma away from that rotation, even if he hasn't been that great, unless he clearly shows that he's not, he's not up, up there. And Rondo, I, I mean... Think- my bet for this finals is Kuzma's going to play less than 10 minutes per game. It's or possible. Less than 60 minutes total. Yeah, it's possible. I think, I think if, I, if I had to make that a very hard decision, he would be the, the guy that I, would, um, that I would reduce his minutes. Uh, uh, probably not take out. It's not the same as saying, sorry, McGee or Dwight Howard, you're not playing this, uh, this matchup, but uh, reducing his minutes. And as for Rondo, to come back on what you were saying as well, like, player Rondo is a different player from normal Rondo. So normal Rondo can't shoot, can't shoot threes, can't really defend. But player Rondo can do all these things and more. So <laughs> it's just very different. And again, I think in the finals, he's going to be locked in. 
as a matter of fact, if, if Miami wants to, like, I don't think Miami should play the game of saying, oh, well, Rondo can't shoot, so we're, we're going to let him shoot. I think they should, they should um, treat him as a player who can do that a little bit. Not their best three-point shooter, but, uh, but who can do that because player Rondo is a different beast. I mean, you've seen the guy. Like, it's just incredible what he does. He's, very, he's also very smart um, player, obviously. He's as smart as LeBron. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the ball goes back into your court. Do you have a question for me? So I guess we've, we've certainly spoken about all the matchups and the narrative and the Lakers and Miami. And really, the only thing that I want to know from you is because most of the time I've, I've been giving my prediction first, but what's your prediction for this series? Who's winning and what score? <laughs> I, there's too much going on. For LeBron not to win his fourth ring. Never bet against LeBron, so <laughs> I'm going to say 4-2 Lakers. That's what four my two Lakers. mind Damn, my brain that was says, my, my prediction too. My brain says game seven, Miami wins it with a Tyler Hero three-pointer. <laughs> your brain or your heart? My, yeah, both. Ah, no, sorry. My, my, my brain, sorry. You're right. My brain says 4-2 uh, Lakers. My heart says 4-3 Heat with a player that I fell in love with because, man, what a player. <laughs> I thought he was just a shooter. He's, a, he's going to develop, especially under the Heat and under Udonis Haslam, Dragic, and all of the, you know, Butler, Crowder, Haslam, and all the mm, veteran players that the Heat have. Like, he's going to be good. Can, uh... But I still want to see him playing playoffs in like an away game. Yeah, yeah in an arena. Yeah. Can I think I think he would be fine. I think he certainly has the mental toughness to to do He's that. Got He's a Reggie Miller mentality. Yeah. Do you think that, however, in his first season and his first NBA Finals, uh, a guy on defense like Rondo, who clearly uh, I guess disrupted Jamal Murray in the previous round would be able to do the same thing with Hero? Not, not maybe. Uh, not 100%, maybe at 20%, that the 20% is going to give them one game. Because when I spoke to my friend about this matchup, Lakers hit, I said, one game, LeBron's going to win. Well, LeBron's going to win one game on his own. AD is going to win another game on his own. The Miami Heat, as a, as a squad, are going to win one game. Then either Jimmy Butler or, well, either Duncan Robinson or um, Tyler Hero are going to win another one with a crazy, you know, with 23s in one game. So we're too old. <laughs> but my question back to you is, everyone's talking about game six, you know, this team winning in six, this team winning in seven. Do you think there's a chance that one of these two teams gets swept or 4-1 or lose 4-1? It's possible. It's possible. I think, I think given that we... we I can't make the same prediction as you, even though 4-2 Lakers would have been my pick. Um, I, I could see the Lakers going 4-1. Uh, I, could see, I could see that happening. Do you, how mad do you think LeBron gets if they give the MVP to Anthony Davis? Not mad at all. I don't, th- I don't think, I think he would get mad. I think mad. he's going to get super mad. <laughs> he's mad about Giannis winning the MVP. Like, do you think I, he's happy? They're going to give you... Don't be fucking... For real, ben, like he's gonna get mad. Like, so first of now. first of all, for for this to happen, Anthony Davis has 
needs to have some major, like massive big games, right? If that happens, it means, and I think LeBron is comfortable with that because I know like we text regularly, uh, me and LeBron, we're good friends. Um, it means that AD is bringing him or supporting him is getting his fourth championship. Uh, and I think that has a bigger value right now for him than the finals MVP. Having said that, if you're asking me, do you think like if the Lakers win, does AD has a chance to be the MVP? I don't think so. I think LeBron's getting the MVP no matter what. Um, they're going to be neck and neck all the time. They're both going to make some crazy plays. And unless LeBron underperforms, which I don't see happening, and AD, you know, is 30 and 12 every, every game, um, the, the, the MVP is going to go to, to LeBron. And if LeBron underperforms, then the Lakers have a strong chance of not winning at all. So that, that, that discussion is no longer relevant then. All right, man. Well, we're set. It's 4-2 Lakers for both of us. Um, I can't wait. No, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say four one just because we need to have a different prediction. Um, I really can't wait for the first elimination game. Like first game is going to be great. You know, it's going to be. You're probably going to get spoiled anyway. <laughs> I'm shutting down all social media, everything, everything tomorrow. Everything shut down. Good, uh, good. And elimination game, I'm, I'm going to try and see if I can, if I can just, yeah, watch it live. I, I don't know when they're like coming. I need to check the schedule, but uh, maybe on the weekend or something. And uh, yeah, I just want to be completely tuned in because the first elimination game we get, I don't think, like if, if it's for the Lakers, I don't think LeBron is letting that chance slip away. I think it's just going to, yeah, win the game straight away. Yeah. The Lakers are on a mission, yeah. man. Too much has happened this year. It's for Kobe. Yeah, they're going to do it for Kobe. All right, man. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you. I really enjoyed our chat. And, you know, let's talk during the, the playoffs. That's what's happening. We will again. Thanks, All my right. friend. Speak soon. Bye-bye. Back out to Allen. History part of that.